Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, Episode 77, Fate and Free Will, The Astrology for the Week of May 30th through June 5th. Before we get started, I want you to know that all times I'm going to mention are in the Eastern Time Zone. If you want to see the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you can get that at wickedveracity.com backslash calendar. We start the week with a lovely Gemini new moon. It's the first non-eclipse lunation in a month, and its arrival ushers us officially out of the eclipse zone. I'm going to astro-nerd just a little. Venus and Mars are in their home signs, and this new moon is in Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication. While he is still retrograde for a few more days, this is a ridiculously good time to start thinking about what you want as it relates to the Gemini house in your chart, and how you express and receive feminine and masculine energy, or those energies in partnership with each other. I'm personally going to wait till Mercury is direct and the moon becomes visible, Friday, for my manifestation spells, rituals, and general magical thingamabobs. By rising sign, those areas of life where you can expect a new beginning are Aries rising, communication, siblings, divination, short distance travel, neighborhoods, writing, and the divine feminine. Taurus rising, money, possessions, resources, and self-worth. Gemini rising, your identity, appearance, personality, and character. Cancer rising, mental health, the unconscious, and spiritual liberation. Leo rising, friends, alliances, your hopes, and your dreams. Virgo rising, your reputation, profession, actions, and ambitions. Libra rising, higher education, divination, foreign travel, religion, astrology, and the divine masculine. Scorpio rising, investment, other people's money, debt, topics concerning death, psychology, taxes, fear, and the occult. Sagittarius rising, committed relationships, contracts, business partners, and other contractual relationships. Capricorn rising, physical health, co-workers, your job, pets, and the things you feel obligated to. Aquarius rising, children, pleasure, romance, dating, sexuality, and the creative arts. Pisces rising, home, family, home life, land, ancestors, private self, and your emotional foundation. Tuesday is astrologically interesting. The moon in Gemini squares Neptune and Pisces and trines Saturn and Aquarius at the same moment. That's interesting because all three planets are at the same degree and minute at the same time, but Neptune and Saturn are unable to communicate on their own. They require the moon to bridge the gap. They've actually been sharing the same degree for a while and will be at the exact same degree and minute from Monday to Friday, but the moon talking to both today is what gives us an opportunity for a breakthrough. The Gemini new moon on Monday is a new beginning in a particular area of life. This new beginning could get a little boost from the dreamy inspiration of Neptune and Pisces and the pragmatic structure of Saturn and Aquarius. It's fine if you don't remember what your Pisces or Aquarius houses are. Just think about the new beginning you want and how it could be supported by both dreaming bigger and creating a pragmatic structure to support it. Wednesday, the moon moves into her home sign of Cancer. This is a good day to take action, but with squares to Jupiter and Mars, be careful of making promises you can't keep or saying things in the heat of the moment. Thursday could bring some unexpected insight into some of your eclipse issues in either your Taurus or Scorpio areas of life, but in general, it's a nice day to be quietly productive. Friday, Mercury finally turns direct and I couldn't possibly be more excited about an astrological event. This marks the first day of June and of the summer season as far as I'm concerned. We're entering a pretty delightful period of astrological weather with mostly clear skies through the end of August. I love tonight or any time after the moon moves into Leo at 2.38 p.m. Eastern for Gemini new moon manifestation rituals, magic, new beginnings, etc. Anytime tomorrow is also pretty great. Why? 
Because the moon is again visible now that it's two signs away from the sun and the moon in Leo is ruled by the sun, which is still in Gemini, which is in turn ruled by a now direct Mercury in Taurus ruled by Venus. That's a pretty delicious buffet of planetary potential. Saturn is stationing retrograde Saturday square to Mercury, which has just stationed direct. The interesting thing is Mercury will go retrograde later this year and go direct a few weeks before Saturn turns direct on October 22nd when the two planets will be trying one another. I know that's a lot of astrological nonsense that maybe you didn't follow, but what it indicates is that there is some sort of communication challenge related to your Aquarius house that you'll be working on until October. Likely it has something to do with your Taurus house that is resolved with the topics of your Libra house, which both have to do with love and money regardless of where they lie specifically in your chart because they are ruled by Venus. Speaking of interesting astro coincidences, Venus is in Taurus as Saturn stations retrograde and in Libra when he stations direct in October. It will probably take a lot of work, but by October, you should begin to see some pretty significant forward momentum in Venus topics related to your Aquarius house that will support the changes indicated by the Scorpio-Taurus eclipses. That's another cool thing. Saturn turns retrograde right after the official end of the eclipse cycle and turns direct right before the next one begins. Let's see if I can summarize. Over the next four months, learn more about the Aquarius part of your chart and how structure there can support your Taurus dreams. As for the day itself, today has a lot of optimistic forward momentum. Sunday has a lot of tension built in. If you find yourself feeling frustrated, take a mini time out. If you're one of those people that thrives under pressure, it's a good day to get a lot done. I can't mention aspects like this without adding that tension isn't objectively negative. I can think of all sorts of subjectively pleasurable ways tension can manifest, like roller coasters, the big reveal at the end of a movie, or the exhilaration one feels at the end of accomplishing a monumental task. The key is to be mindful and notice where you're allowing your subjective experience to become out of alignment with what you want your personal experience of a given situation to be and take back control of the reins, even if all you can do is count to 100 or breathe deeply for two minutes. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I'm wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time, my wish for you is the ability and willingness to create the structure you need to support and sustain you as you move forward on your path.